adventure fans, calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by. Dick Tracy is on the air. Now the makers of nourishing, delicious Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice bring you the thrilling Dick Tracy detective adventures. There go the guns. That's the sound that means lots of delicious, nourishing breakfast for thousands of wide-awake boys and girls and grown-ups every day. That's the sound you hear when puffed wheat and puffed rice are shot from special guns in the Quaker plant to give you wheat and rice in their most digestible form. The grains are actually exploded to eight times their size. Each tiny, hard-to-digest food cell is unlocked, made specially easy to digest. And that's important, because the easier your food digests, the quicker you get the food energy you need to make you alert in thought and action like Dick Tracy. So tell Mother about that special Quaker process and ask her to get you some Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice at the grocer's. Dick Tracy, in search of a black pearl belonging to the Egyptian cult of Osiris, was given a ring containing a secret compartment by Umi Batik, a member of the cult. Batik, whom Tracy had captured, told him that if he found the black pearl, to conceal it in the ring. In our last episode, Dick received a call from Cooper of the Ballistics Bureau, who had been examining a bullet which the doctor had taken from Tracy's leg. It seems that the bullet was peculiar in more ways than one. Will Tracy find the black pearl of Osiris? And what has Cooper discovered about the bullet that makes it so interesting? Our scene, the Ballistics Bureau. Well, Cooper, what's all the excitement about? Uh, Tracy, I've been examining that bullet the doctor took from your leg. You mean the bullet that Humi Vatik fired from Dryden's small, tiny revolver? Why, has Tracy had any other bullets fired into him? No, no. Go on, Cooper. All right. Well, at first, I was chiefly interested in examining and photographing the markings on it. And then I decided to open it to examine the lead more carefully for weight and material, you know. Yes, yes, go on. That's the usual ballistic procedure. Yes, but this isn't what we usually find. I opened it. And here's what was inside. The Black Pearl of Osiris. Gosh! Then it is the Black Pearl, Tracy? Without a doubt. Well, this is the most amazing thing that's happened to me in a long time. You were carrying the Black Pearl around with you in that bullet and didn't know it. Yes. And now I understand why Dryden Small kept that pearl handle revolver near him at all times. Because one of the bullets contained the Black Pearl of Osiris. Well, there it is. Now, don't forget, you promised to let me keep the bullet for my collection. And that still goes. You can keep the bullet. All right. But I'll take the black pearl. I've got to see that this black pearl gets into the hands of the people it rightfully belongs to. You talk as if that's going to be a hard, hard job. It is, Cooper. Because there are others who also want to get this pearl. By this time, they know that Dryden Small is confined to the hospital, that the black pearl is in the hands of another person. It won't take them long to find out that I am that other person. And then I believe the fun will start. Well, what are you going to do with the thing? For the time being, until I contact the people it belongs to, I'm going to hold on to it. Watch. I take the top off this ring, and there you see a secret compartment into which I can place the black pearl. Gosh, Dick, I can't get over that ring. It's a beauty. Now then, I put the top on again, and there we are. The black pearl is now reasonably safe until I can put it into the hands of the proper person. It's a very attractive-looking ring, Tracy. I've never seen one like it before. It's more than just attractive. It's a mysterious ring, given to Dick by Humi Batik. Batik claims it will bring good luck to you whenever you need it. Yes, yes, I wonder what adventures and troubles will follow in the wake of this black pearl now that I have got it. Well, what do you mean? Well, Cooper, there's a group of men who make their living stealing art treasures. 
And this black pearl is one of them. These men sell these treasures to wealthy but dishonest collectors. Dryden Small is one of their agents. They know by now that Small is temporarily out of the picture. Why, at this very moment, they're probably plotting just how to get it. Silence. The High Mogul will speak. Gentlemen of the society, we are met here this evening to discuss various matters, the most important of which is regaining possession of the Black Pearl of Osiris. With Small in the hospital, how are we going to find the pearl? Are any of you aware of the method Small used for concealing the Black Pearl? I devised the method. Until now, it was my secret, mine and Dryden Small's. That black pearl, gentlemen, was molded into a special bullet and placed in a special pearl-handled revolver for safe concealment. And who has that revolver now? Dick Tracy. That means, then, we're going to have a hard time getting it. The pearl-handled revolver no longer interests us. You mean the bullet has been fired? Exactly. And the pearl has been found by the Police Ballistic Bureau. It is now in the possession of Dick Tracy. It is being carried in a special secret ring made for it called the Ring of Osiris. A secret ring? We have two objectives now. One, the Black Pearl of Osiris. The other, the secret Ring of Osiris. I would like to have it in my possession. And how are you going to get it, Mogul? Well, we number among us, as you know, a gentleman from Madagascar. Will you step forward, Rimo? I am yours to command, Hi, Mogul. Remo, you came to us with a reputation. You are supposed to be extremely expert with the silken cord. Is that not so? I am proud of my reputation. Well, you will need all your skill and knowledge for, let me warn you, Dick Tracy is no ordinary victim. He's a man of great physical strength and great mental resources. Perhaps he will prove too powerful and clever for you. No one escapes the silken cord of death. How will you go about your work, Remo? I shall bide my time. I shall hide in the rear of Tracy's car at such time when I know he will be alone in that car. But uh, how will you know this? I, I shall climb to Tracy's window. I shall keep close check upon Tracy from there. Listen to his conversation. Find out when he is going to use the car alone. And then, hi, Mughal... I shall conceal myself in the back seat. At the right moment, I will leap upon Dick Tracy. Then we can depend on you? Have no doubt of that. I have never failed. Once the silken cord has fallen, Tracy will be no more. Well, Dick, you're a great detective. But as a crooner, my oh my. I sing, my critical friend, not because I sing well, but because I feel well. <laughs> yep, I'm very happy tonight. Things seem to be breaking right. A little threat like the, the death hanging over your head doesn't mean a thing, does it? By this time, Pat, you want to know that threats may not mean a thing. Where's the large bath towel? Yeah. Oh, here it is. Besides, showing that you're scared of a threat doesn't happen to be my style. Oh, I can't help wishing this black pearl business was finished. 
You've got the thing in that ring there, haven't you? Yep, yeah, I have. The junior's eyes shine every time he talks of that ring. By the way, do you really believe this ring brings good luck to the wearer? Well, we'll soon know just how lucky it is. By the way, Dick, when is that friend of Batik's going to come for the pearl? I don't know, Pat. Well, how will you know when he does come? He'll use the secret password that Batik and I have arranged. If he doesn't know the password, well... Then you know he's one of that gang Batik warned you about? Exactly. You know, Pat, this gang that Batik has told me so much about, I'd like nothing better than to get my hands on them, round them up, finish them for good. Well, it's a trick you've done before, Dick, with Blackie Moran and the Baron. Neither Moran nor the Baron were pushovers. Neither is this mob. Don't make the mistake of underestimating them. Uh, is the car downstairs? Yeah. I drove it over because I got a date tonight. Hey, hold on. This is my night to use the car. Huh? You had it last night and the night before. Oh, but, Dick, I got a date. Oh, sorry, old man, but so have I, with Tess. I was supposed to have the car last night. I'll let you use it instead. Nope, I'm afraid I'll have to insist on having it tonight. Well, okay, Legree. You can have the chariot. You take so few nights off, anyway. I wouldn't be the pal I want to be if I said anything. See... I promised Tess I'd take her for a drive up the shore road tonight. Perhaps we'll stop off someplace and dance. Hmm. How long has it been since you were on a dance floor, Dick? Why? <laughs> I'll bet you're rusty and out of practice. Oh, I don't know about that. Wait a minute. What was that? What was what? I thought I heard something at the window. Oh? Well, have a look. Hmm. So sure I heard something. Guess I was mistaken. No, Pat. You weren't. Huh? Look there. Where? That flower pot here in the fire escape has been moved. I remember putting it over on this side. Well, maybe someone else moved it. No, I don't think so. Look, the wet spot where the water soaked through. Yeah? If that pot had been moved an hour or so ago, the water would have dried up. It's still wet. That pot was moved less than 15 minutes ago, Pat. Well, what does it mean, Dick? It means, Pat, that I've been spied on. You mean someone's been at this window watching us? And listening to everything we've said. It started. What started? The attempt to get the black pearl of Osiris away from me. How do you know that, Dick? Wait a minute. Hello? Oh, hello, Tess. Yes, yes, dear, I'll be right over. Yes, yes, the car's waiting downstairs. Won't take me more than ten minutes. All right, dear. What? Yes, yes, I know I've been neglecting you, but... And it's nice of you to understand. Yeah, yeah, it's a grand night for a drive. Right. Goodbye, dear. Now, listen, Dick, be careful, will you? Anything may happen. Don't worry, Pat. It'll be all right. But I am worried about you. Well, there's the chariot waiting for you. It's all yours, Dick. Sorry, I've got to deprive you of it, Pat. Can I drop you anywhere? Uh, No, I walk. It's not far from Irene's house. See you tomorrow, Dick. Take care of yourself, will you? I've always managed to. Good night, Pat. Night. We know, but Tracy does not, that Remo lies concealed in the back of Tracy's car while the detective drives to Tess Truhart's home. Will Remo succeed in his devilish scheme? Tracy is on the spot. Well, let's hope the secret ring of Osiris will really guard the pearl for Tracy, because he'll certainly need luck to escape this time. And now for our Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol meeting, which the makers of tasty, nourishing Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice Invite every active, alert boy and girl to attend. So stand by, because here's Dick Tracy, Jr. now. The meeting will now come to order. And today we have a special announcement for you from Dick Tracy. Yes. 
Dick has asked us to tell you patrol members that he has a big surprise for you. And he's going to tell you all about it on Friday. He won't even tell me now. Nor me. But if Dick has something up his sleeve for all the patrol members, you can be sure it's well worthwhile waiting a few days for. And that's another thing, fellas and girls. If you haven't joined the Dick Tracy Secret Service Patrol yet, do it right away, before Dick Tracy springs his big surprise. Yes, indeed. And listen, patrol members, if any of your friends haven't joined yet, tell them to join now, so they won't miss all the fun. Why don't you tell everyone how to join the patrol, Mr. Quaker Man, just in case some of the fellas and girls don't know. All right, Junior. Here's all you do, boys and girls. Just tear the tops off two packages of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice or one of each. Then mail the two box tops with your name and address printed on a plain piece of paper to Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. Remember the address. It's Dick Tracy, Box L, Chicago. Right. And listen, patrol members, if I were you, I would start saving Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice box tops right now. You'll be mighty glad you did when Dick Tracy tells us what his big surprise is. As soon as one of those famous red and blue packages of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice is empty, tear off the top and save it. Be sure it's the top panel that says, Three wrappings guard its crispness. Look in the pantry today to see if there's some there now. If not, ask Mother to get you some Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice at the grocer's. Those two tasty trigger-fast cereals are shot from guns, you know, to give you and thousands of other wide-awake boys and girls and grown-ups two of the most delicious, nourishing breakfasts you've ever enjoyed. Calling all adventure fans. Calling all Dick Tracy fans. Stand by for another exciting Dick Tracy adventure tomorrow at this same time. That is all. 